Greetings, flesh creatures. It is I, Megatron. On behalf of TFYLP, I want to congratulate you for listening to the most refined collective podcast on this miserable little planet Earth. Yes. Here you'll find knowledgeable fans discussing every aspect of Transformers and beyond. Now, enjoy the show while I continue my path to complete conquest of all of you miserable biological entities. Predacons! Terrorize! Transformers! Defenders of truth! Excuse me. Jeez. Wow. So, the Transformers R.E.D. line has been out for a while now, and we haven't really talked about it. And I think that, you know, many of the cast members have collected a few of them. I don't know. Has anyone collected all of them? Paul, have you collected them all? They all exist in my house. That was a straightforward <laughs> answer. Thanks. So the red line's been out for a while now. And everybody I talked to isn't, like, super excited about it. Yet we've seen leak lists showing that there's going to be, you know, not one not two, but more than 10 more red figures coming in the future. There's already been like 10 ish. Is that right? 10? I'm, I don't know. Not quite. Four. I mean, I guess, I guess with Unless knockout, you include repaints. Not, well, yeah, definitely. But like knockout, I think knockout and Magnus put it around 10. Yeah, I think it's right under 10 because there's a few molds I don't own. So, um, yeah, so there's been, like, ten of these things now, and they're still, to this day, after ten figures, they're still Walmart exclusives, right? Yeah, Sort of. I believe so. I mean, we buy them on Pulse, too, but... That's a Pulse thing. And is that supposed to continue through the, like, the new year, or... Yes, and they just added Target to it, so, yay. Is Target getting them now? That's great. No, no. Pulse is getting Target exclusives now. Oh, okay. <clears throat> yeah, so we're still getting red from there. So red has been the line of non-transforming transformers that are supposed to be like fancy, nice, highly articulated action figure versions of our favorite Transformers characters. When they first came out, I think many of my castmates kind of said, what's the point in this? Because the articulation level of current figures was already super high. Would these things actually be more poseable? And now that we have them, I just kind of want to talk about our opinions for tonight. So I figured the first half of the show, we could talk about how we feel about what we have so far. And then the second half of the show, we could talk about the future. All right. Sound good? All right. Sounds good. So what do you guys think so far of these things? What's your, like, big first impression of red figures? Meh. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I thought with the first wave that it seemed like I mean, it was a little rough, but, the, like, the G1 design seemed fine. Um, they needed more articulation in places. They were a little limited. And I was like, maybe they could work on that. And these would be some proper action figures. Um, but it's like the other designs that came along that were based on like Prime and, and Beast Wars is where I started to see it really fall apart. 
where the designs are more complex, less blocky, and then the plastic quality just makes those figures feel even worse. Um, but like, I don't know. I, I'm like torn on it because I feel like it was a line that needed to exist, but then they, I don't think they've executed very well. The first impression I had when I took any of these guys out of the box, which I assume I probably opened Megatron first because out of the first wave, he looked best and he is best out of the first three, I think, personal opinion. He's the only one the first thing, so. he, he looks really good in your, in your screen. <laughs> like, I'm like, damn, that looks awesome. Yeah, the first thing I noticed about him when I took him out of the box, other than the fact that he does look really good, is that he weighs like six pounds. This is a very, very heavy toy, and all of them are heavy because this plastic weighs a lot. So, I mean, when I compare to toys of similar size, right? Like, if I compare my backwards G.I. Joe, he weighs a lot more than Scarlet. He's a lot bigger than Scarlet, but, you know. Um, I, You know, I will say that uh, when the line was first announced, I was actually kind of excited about it. Uh, and I really wanted to check it out because, you know, once upon a time, I actually did collect Marvel Legends. Those That line's been going for a while and there's like a billion figures. And so I think that it's, you know, could potentially be a, a you know, good way to get the full cast of Transformers uh, if they actually, you know, put them out as often as they do Marvel Legends. Of course, this, you know, isn't quite that um, but I think the biggest thing I feel let down about is just again the the execution of the figures I think that you know the plastic quality you know it's similar to Marvel Legends the um, the plastic type or what uh, whatever but not it's not right so? like is Lucas hasn't touched on I know Christian you have a decent amount of Marvel Legends it's a different type of plastic right <laughs> I don't think it's the same thing that Scarlet's made of, but it could be. Well, that's not a Marvel Legend. That's true. This that's why I'm saying he uses his Marvel Legend. I'll use my G.I. Joe. We'll do some comparisons. These, this is the same plastic. Is it the same? Is okay. It? Yeah. I was wondering if it was the same as, like, Marvel Legends. It was the same as, uh, like, Black. the Star Wars Black figures and stuff like that. I don't have a Black series out right now that I can help you with. I can see the argument that this is technically the same plastic. It's just that everything on her is textured. Like all the different materials are textured and everything's flat on the red guys. So it makes the plastic feel a little different. So I, at I, least I on the, the... Oh, sorry. Sorry, go ahead. I was going to say at least on the G1 guys. It, the later guys have maybe a little more texture on them and stuff like that. More design to them, but... Um, but I was going to say, I, I think that if we weren't concurrently getting all of the G1 figures, uh, you know, redone in the Generations line or whatever you call it this day, Kingdom, Earthrise, you know, whatever, whatever it may be. Um, that, it's generations. Yeah, it's all Generations. But I think if we weren't getting that, I might be a little more excited uh, for this line as well, even with them not being that well executed. Um, but I mean, the fact that again, like you compare it, it's like, I've got a star scream here and a star scream there and the articulate articulation <laughs> level is better. Um, you know, I think overall it probably looks about the same. The generations figures are a little bit bigger. 
Um, and so just overall, like I just, the, the execution is just not great. Like I, I would say, I think the G1 guys probably look a little more G1, I suppose, uh, depending on the figure. Um, but then the other thing that's really frustrating for me is they like, don't really scale together. And one thing that the generations <laughs> line not. has done a great job is I, they've introduced scale and, and, you know, everyone is real. Or there's been a certain contingent of fans that have complained about that. That said, why do we have a cliff jumper, or bumblebee, or whatever that's smaller? Why do we have whatever? But they all like scale. So ultimately, my collection looks proper. Whereas, like, if I got a bumblebee of the red figure, it's not scaled. It, and I don't understand that. Have that one handy. He's it a big bee. Yeah, he's huge. You know, I, and that line, for whatever reason, that line, or that wave, not line, that wave I only ever saw in the store once, and it disappeared. And then it was Cheetors and RC for the next year and a half, yep. which is an over-exaggeration, but it was like seven mm -hmm. months of RC and, and Cheetor. But, like, <laughs> I don't understand that decision because Marvel Legends and Star Wars Black, both of them, like, may not be 100% accurate scale, but it's close enough, you know, when I get a Yoda or, you know, it's not like a huge Yoda, it's the same size as Luke. Yeah, it's... they don't make six inch Yoda. Well, whenever, when everyone's a, when a six foot dude, it's a lot easier to do the scale, you know, like, are you, are you well, serious? But, like... I mean, they could throw in more, like, like Bumblebee could have been smaller and had accessories. I mean, that's what they did with the Generations figure, right? Could have um, been, yeah. Yeah, but they, instead they went with Bumble Swole. I mean, he's actually bigger than everyone else. <laughs> yeah, he's huge. When you, when you take those he's little crazy. guys and you scale them up, they look gigantic. Um, I think he looks so silly in the package, but I have come to actually really like that toy, the Bumblebee, because it's if you if you take it if you just imagine it's in scale with whatever toy line, you know, whatever like the next Optimus is like way taller than him. It looks, it's a really interesting sculpt of Bumblebee. <laughs> if he was your only Bumblebee, what in the world? My all my Ghost. power just like it's rain. It's currently raining out in Florida, uh, down here in Florida, and every now and then that makes the power flicker. Um, but the uh, it, yeah, if you. Some with all of almost all of them, I think if you sort of set them aside by themselves and don't take them as part of the entire red line, they kind of look decent. Except for Cheetor, he's awful. Um, but when you put them all together, it, it's like a really weird like it's that whole issue where they're all the same scale, but because they're all different sized guys, it just it looks wrong. Yeah, uh, I agree with that. They don't all look good together. I feel like the purpose. I feel like this line was supposed to serve the purpose of, like, superposable action figure transformers, right? Like, it was supposed mm -hmm. to be, you know, the promise of action masters, but actually implemented. Because, like, you know, even though she's before the double-jointed elbow on woman figures, she's the still a super articulate, the double female elbow. She's still a super articulated action figure, right? Tons of poses, tons of things she could do. She looks normal in most poses. These guys are not that. Like, I expected after the Black Series and after G.I. Joe and after Marvel Legends that we would get them articulated. Yay, that weird-ass bumblebee. We would get them articulated, but then they have all these limitations, you know? He like, looks massive. <laughs> he 
does look massive. Right, and like we were saying earlier, Anna, these aren't better articulated than their Transforming no. counterparts that were available around the same time. They're not. Like, here's, think, your, here's your ankle, right? Tiny I think movement. that's the thing that's really hard is, is that ev- almost all of the red figures have concurrent generations figures coming out. Or like ones that are within the same was Optimus year. Primal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Optimus Primal looks in red looks like it's based on the Kingdom figure because it's 100%. not based on the animation model, and it doesn't well, transform. I, I think it might be based on the Kingdom animation model, which oh, had yes, all of the panels. Because I think that's because Kingdom came out after Cheetor had already come out, and I noticed while watching Kingdom that this terrifying, ugly like villain face is his face in Kingdom. So I'm pretty sure that they're based off of the Kingdom 3D models and not the actual Beast Wars models. Um, that would surprise me. What I was going to say is I feel like they don't hit the highly articulated action figures, so maybe they're they're good for shelf presence. And I do feel like they pull that off really well. Like, that Bumblebee by himself on the shelf probably looks pretty cool, other than being massive. When he's by himself, he's not massive anymore. Paul, you're Paul. on mute. Paul, you're muted. Fudge. <laughs> so I couldn't interrupt anyone. That's good. Nice. Good. He does look good on the shelf. When you collect a million bumblebees and you put them all around him, he's like the Statue of Liberty around all the other small bees. Liberty. And he, and he looks good. He, you know, I'm, I'm looking at him like this. I'm like, damn, he looks really. His silhouette from the behind looks really good. Like it's a really good bumblebee. But from the front, maybe not so much. So for the first time, it looks better from the back. So no, <laughs> so no one can complain about the hollow back. <laughs> I mean, to me, they, they don't have like, hollow backs. They feel like they're desk friendly, like your desk at work. So you could you bring you know your one toy in and be like, yeah, I'm a rebel. But then it's for the people who come to your desk and like, oh man, I want to play with this. And they grab your stuff off your desk because people don't have boundaries. And they're like, oh man, will I break this if I transform it? No, because it doesn't transform. It only has so many joints. You're gonna be fine. Um, I think it's I think those are those toys. They're not they're not collector toys. I think they're you know, oh yeah. I like Transformers that one time in the 80s and this makes me remember things and i want it on my desk and that that's these guys and also you put this on your you put this on the back shelf of your desk area and it just displays good by itself right Mm -hmm. you you put a single transformers toy on your shelf it looks a little odd but you put a single one of these guys you have a sound wave display and that's all you need he's He's perfect. Well, and I think I I, I never got Starscream because I only ever saw it once. But I think if you display Optimus, Soundwave, Megatron, and maybe Starscream together, you probably have a decent display. It's when you start throwing some some of the other ones in. Well, um, Star, Starscream is aesthetically different than the other three you mentioned. Is he? He's like from a, he's from Planet Weird. Oh yeah. I think he's uh, from the same planet as Bumblebee. <laughs> probably. They're both kind of bulbous. Bumblebee's way the better. same wave, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, I only ever saw him once in package, but I know that first wave of at least the the three G1 guys, they sort of look cohesive. Yeah. Oh, they look good together. Like, I I have these three usually on the shelf together. I'll do yeah. a Snuggetron. They, they look great. Together. To me, I feel like these are really not meant for us. 
they're not meant for Transformers collectors. I, I feel like that they are meant for Marvel Legends collectors and for Star Wars Black collectors. For them, that when they go, go in the store to get those figures, that they like go, oh, Transformers, cool. Oh, hey, look. They like made one that's you know similar to the other Legends figures that I have. Same price point. Oh, you know, hey, I'll just go ahead and pick this up while I'm, I'm here. And yeah. those guys probably don't care about the scale. They don't care. Like, they're just like, oh, hey, look, it's Soundwave. Hey, it's Optimus. Like, hey, it's Megatron. And they're not, like, as picky as we are where, yeah. you know, we're sitting there going, <laughs> oh, wait, like, you know, it needs to be more accurate or it needs to be whatever. That They are just like, oh, cool, the next one on the line, I'll pick it up. Yeah, like, they're less likely, like, maybe the guys that are less likely to actually buy a transforming figure, but they see something, and they're like, oh, that I, I remember that guy, and so they pick it up, but... Can I offer an exception to that rule? Yes. Go for it. Because I think, Lucas, everything you said is correct of, like, the G1 dudes, and then there's this guy. Knockout is different from all of them. Because this is Knockout as he appeared on the show. He walked out of the cartoon. Here he is finally with a, a toy that's appropriate to that appearance because his Transformers one was kind of garbagey. Here's the dude. This is his first accurate toy, and he's amazing. So, like, what? What? Well, who's this for? Why are they doing he's for stuff us. now? So is he for us? Is he for some <laughs> other audience other than the one that was just again, described? I don't know what the deal is with this. Why is this here? I'm glad it's here. Argue, why? You could argue he isn't for us because we're getting a knockout pretty soon. Yes. But right, it's but the knockout, this knockouts. one's more accurate to uh, the Yeah, we're getting whereas... a knockout for us, though. He's g one These are right, for the prime kids. Right. Guess the prime kids would well. I guess we all. Would, I mean, the knockout toy that came out was not good. So maybe, maybe it's for all of us. I don't know. I mean, prime I kids they, are probably going on to like eighteen, twenty years old now, right? Older than that, probably. When was prime? Prime was twenty ten. Twenty twelve. Do you make the same argument Lucas made that the <laughs> younger Legends or Star Wars Black collector goes to the store? is buying their, you know, Black Series or their Legends, and they're like, ooh, there's Knockout and RC. They're from Transformers Prime. I ate that for breakfast every morning as a kid. And they'll get them. Well, I mean, I think that uh, overall I've seen this in the uh, Marvel Legends group in on um, like a Facebook local Facebook group uh, that I'm in, and they posted about these figures, and they're like, oh, hey, cool, like, finally Transformers for me. So it's, like, not like I'm just coming up with this idea on my own. I see it from some of those guys where they specifically don't want a transforming figure. They don't want to be bothered with that kind of stuff, and they don't feel like that those figures are for them, whereas they do feel like that these are kind of for them. So, you know, I don't, again, I don't see them posting about it as often as they do about Marvel legends or star Wars black mm -hmm. and stuff like that. But it does seem like that some of those guys are, uh, you know, collecting these as well. Well, and it makes sense. Like I, I argue in like our, the discord sometimes it's like, 
Uh, 99.9% of my Transformers never get transformed after, like, the first few times. They go on a mm. shelf, and I never touch them again for 20 years, right? Um, until I have to move or something like that. Uh, or dust, which, who does that very often? No um, <laughs> So, it's like, if you really think about it, it's just, we, we sort of, as Transformers collectors, live with the, we like the idea that the figure we pick up can turn into something. But at the end of the day, we're not going to turn it into it. Right. <laughs> right. So, so what's line, the problem with this? This like, line this makes great. a whole lot of sense. If it, But to me, I just wanted like a little more. Of, and maybe I expected too much for $20 figures, right? Um, and that's just I, I collect like anime figures where you could bend them over three way, you know, three times over. Um, so I expected a little too much, but I expected maybe like. Like, I look at a Marvel Legends figure or a, a Black Series figure or something like that, and it looks like it has a decent amount of articulation. And I, I, feel, like, I feel like the Transformers still don't have that much, uh, even compared to those. Well, here's a $90 figure, and this is a... I think this was yeah. an amazing Yamaguchi. Yeah, yeah the Rebel Tech. And this thing, just like... You know... These are not the same caliber yeah. thing, but this, but this is this costs four times as much. Yeah, it costs a lot. So yes, thing. Oh, just the difference between the type of figures that Michael and now Paul are talking about. Just there's just that rift, you know. It's a huge rift between those figures and the like, the forty to fifty dollar action figure that these things would probably, you know, be really nice at. I don't really have a good comparison group for that. Well, they aren't out yet. Well, one one uh, figure <laughs> I will actually bring up uh, is the MDLX line from 3A, and they have their first figure uh, that just came out uh, not that long ago, and I think it's like just hitting now. Um, mine isn't in yet, but the like a lot of reviewers have have reviewed them, and it. I mean, that figure looks really, really amazing. They just did a fantastic job on it where it has that articulation and it has, um, you know, just all the paint that you would want, like the look, it has the weight. And a lot of the reviewers are saying that it's, you know, one of their figures of the year already. Um, the Bumblebee? The Bumblebee, yeah. yeah. And that's, I think that's more in that 40 or 50... I think it was the it's like was 60, it 60 or 70. I can't remember 60? which one. I thought it was 100. No, it's it's 60. And so I think that, but to me, I feel like, like if I'm going to compare a $60 like uh, Star Wars figure uh, to like from, you know, Bandai or whatever to the Marvel Legends, you know, or the Star Wars Black Series, I don't feel like that they're that far apart. Like, I feel like that this is a lot further apart mm -hmm. from some of the more expensive options. And maybe it's just because we don't have as many options and, you know, the, um, you know, Hasbro kind of has to step up their game a little bit with some of those figures. I don't know. Whatever the reason is, I just don't feel like these are executed that well, the red figures. I think one problem with it may be, like, if it is the same plastic as their other action figures, just the amount of, like, blank real estate, I feel like, leads to problems that you're never going to see on your more normally proportioned human figure. 
Because, like, the one thing that really gets me every time I handle Optimus or Megatron especially is just watching my fingerprints stay on it as I play with it. That and the fact that, you know, there's there's obvious, like, scratches and divots just in the plastic from existing. You know, just getting from the factory to me, you can see the wear on it. And that just kind of, like, I think that just comes from using that same plastic in such a big you know, big blank swaths like you do with these guys. Well, Anna, don't you know you're supposed to always touch your toys when you're wearing gloves? I yeah. know. I know. I left my gloves at home. Oh. Hey, as an alternative, I wanted to show what the same amount of money you can spend to buy this. You can get this. Yeah. <laughs> you get the reaction stuff. But... <laughs> you can, you know, <laughs> and no complaints. So bizarre. By any means. You know, I, when this line was announced, I shared Lucas's optimism. I was like, oh, we could finally get animation model, you know, one for one G1 dudes. That sounds like a cool collection to make. Bumblebee kind of acts to that dream for me. But then I was like, you know, why don't they use the line to make some characters that you can't make in like a generation's line? Like, I think it would be really primitive to make the Action Masters again this way or Autobot X kind of character. Because, how are you going to make Autobot X transform? He doesn't. That's the whole point. He's an amalgamation of other bits. Put it in red, it's going to sell like gangbusters. But they aren't doing that. No, oh, I think uh, you're right. Like, uh, I mean, it makes it makes sense. But like Autobot X, maybe an X level fig character. Right. You know, like he is not necessarily going to sell like gangbusters. He's going to sell to like one thousand sweaty dudes, and that's it. Then the, other, then the other 9,000 go to a, dump, a, a landfill. You know, it's, it's, right. it's tough. You know who is making Action Masters? It's the uh, Super 7 Super Ultimates Seven. dudes. Right. Yeah. Which, I would say why, I don't, why would there be a, a licensing deal to make that happen when Hasbro has their own non-transforming Transformer line? That That is really They're bizarre. different again. Well, price points, right? And we have to sure. see how... We have to see what it meets. Because I imagine... I mean, if they're if Super Seven is doing it right, it's gonna meet maybe more to what we expected Red to be. Um, but obviously, it's at a higher price point. Like, what are they? They're like sixty bucks each. Fifty-five each. Yeah, but they're generally the same. I think they're you know Super Seven, which would be seven-inch figures. These are six-inch figures. I mean, how much better can they be at that scale? And the answer is probably a lot. But I don't have a lot of experience in this area. Yeah, they I seem to have a lot more accessories and stuff like that too, and um, and they're obviously they're tackling tackling the weird, and Super Seven is sort of the place to do that because Super Seven just does weird stuff anyways. It's sort of they're not aiming for huge audiences. They sort of make it so, except for reaction, which is everywhere. But and I've seen some ultimates of other toy lines in the past year or so, and I'm always like in box. I'm like, holy cow, these look. Up. The presentation is quite good. Yeah, I think they're really nice figures. But I think Super 7, I think the, the Ultimates line is where Autobot X goes. Like, I think that's where you could release that. And some people will be really excited. Because how many, how many people got super excited and pre-ordered the Alligator when they put out their Wave 2 or 3, whichever one it was? The freaking non-transforming, barely articulated Alligator that you can pay the same price that I'm getting a full action figure for. I, I ordered it. I won't lie. I ordered it. Oh, I know. People get really excited. So, so the Obscurios go in the Super 7 Ultimates. Like, I feel like that's where they belong. Autobot X would 
do his game busters, as Christian put it, right. there. That's fine, because he's like a tall Frankenstein-y dude, and the alligator can be, you know, non-scale, whatever, who cares? But, like, I want to get Bonsai Tron and Bludgeon, but they're too big for the collection I have. Huh? I like I, I'm, I'm at the stage of my collecting room after the whole, not the individual. So, so ultimately, the customer for these figures is actually the dude who is the buyer for Walmart, and not yes. <laughs> like that is a hundred percent that like this line was probably pitched by Hasbro that they're like, hey. Would you like some Marvel Legends style figures for Transformers? And he's like, "Yes, sign me up." And he's like, "I've got a Megatron, I've got an Optimus, I've got a Bumblebee, I got a Starscream." And he's like, "Bam! Sounds sounds fantastic." You know, like you know and, what? Sign me up for the next three years. <laughs> uh, well, that's what I was gonna ask. Is like, did they like contract it out for a certain length or something like that? Because Probably. like we're we're approaching year two. Like or mm-hmm. of the of the line, and I mean, frankly, at this point, it's like I'm kind of surprised that they're still announcing new stuff. Um, like my my Walmart, I don't know how everyone's Walmart is, but my Walmart had a bunch of them, and now they're all gone. And I don't even think they have pegs that are labeled red anymore. Um, they're they're all generations and i mean you know um, the peg the pegs don't really matter like they're more suggestive than anything yeah i i know but I, it's like i feel like i haven't seen them restock them in a while right they got they finally got rid of cheetor and rc and then they haven't restocked um which i think the last like, like that mega trainer holding up right now um they were more was that like more of an exclusive or were they supposed to be in store Oh, th- this is yeah. This is the last wave. Yeah, th- that was him and and Ultra Magnus. No, this I think this came with a bunch of redeck uh repacks. Mm. Like I think it came with Soundwave and Sheetor and you know stuff that no one <laughs> no one really wanted. Um, but I think this is one of the standout figures. Honestly, this is like what yeah. Red is for. It's for stuff like this. Yeah, it's definitely a cool way to use. To to do a repaint and and give you something that's just sort of weird and unique that like where else would you get it and like they're not gonna make an actual action figure of that. Um, yeah, I was really surprised about the Galvatron. Did. Like the yeah, fact Galvatron that they exists. did the over fifty dollar later figure in that purple and gray. Well, yeah, Look, we can never get a it. true Megatron in that because we every Megatron has to be a tank now, right? That's rather <laughs> true. Yeah, this is you're right. This is kind of the way to do it because he doesn't turn only into way a to have your progression. Yeah, yeah it's use red because then he's gun gunatron. I mean, yeah, but the one so thing out of scale that I, I if they were anywhere close, I would have gotten that Megatron, but they're not. So I didn't. Oh, it's still good. You put you you put it in front of him like it's sort of a depth perception thing. Uh, but how is the clear plastic? Because it's it's translucent, right? Like, how is that compared to the rest of the plastic? It's basically the same, it, or is it gummier in any way? Does it feel like you're holding a big old like it's lifesaver? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. The one thing I'll say about this that is annoying is that they did it the opposite direction of what had happened in the movie. Like, how did they mess that up? I don't know. They probably mirrored oh, it's probably some the, image they had. It's a lot easier to paint it on that side. Yeah, it's probably the cannon. Gun. 
It's probably the cannon and this thing. They're like, eh, we're not doing that shit, bros. Like, we're doing the side that's easy. That's Let's totally do the one that's all rectangles. Yeah, that's right? totally what happened here. Yeah. But I, I do feel like that reformatted Megatron is is the one of the few red figures that I would buy. I might, I mean, the prime ones as well. That like, but the hard thing is, is like, are they actually going to do all of them? And and so that's. That's kind of where I like don't really want to get in, and they just do a couple of them, like knockout. And... Anna, are there any more on the list upcoming? Maybe. There are more prime figures on the list upcoming, but there's no more Beast Force. Thank goodness. So it's you're not going to get your Beast Wars fix out of red, but you might get your prime fix. Although there's a lot of people still missing because it's just Optimus and Megatron coming, right? And a redeco of Megatron, yeah. Yes. Okay. Great. <laughs> yes. Before we before we get there, before we get there, like the if, if there are any must buys for Red, if I would say it's it's the reformat Megatron and it's the knockout. And if you yeah. if you must have the knockout, then why not get the RC? Right. You know. Yeah. They actually look really the, good together. Like I, I know that their have... size is off. I know that they're not the exact right sizes, but they look really nice together because the art style matches. And they're both nice-looking action figures from a distance. You just I might want to buy nice like a ten-foot-away line. A fifteen-dollar set of Stage Act fours to hold RC up because she doesn't like to stand. She does not like to stand. Knockout really doesn't either. Like, there's a few oh. ways he'll stand, but he doesn't love it. He's not into <laughs> it. Yeah, I found all the ones that don't have giant um, <laughs> what, what flat rectangles look, at Christian? the bottom. Mine has never fallen over. I've had him standing all day by himself. Well, oh, yeah. I also dramatically post my figures, Christian. That's the first thing. And then <laughs> second, mine just falls over backwards all the time because the weight of his wheels. I know the Beast Wars ones. I, I, I haven't looked at RC, but the Beast Wars ones do have uh, like a hole up underneath their foot. So you could buy like some universal display Rocket stands. Has them in his toes. Yeah, <laughs> his toes. So what bothers you so much about the about the Cheetor? Is it just that it's like from an alternate the universe? Face. He looks colors. he looks evil. His colors are weird. Like the bronze is really dark. Um, I don't really know why, and I didn't actually know that our or that um, Starscream and Bumblebee were this way. But I don't know why they designed these parts to come off. They just make it worse, like because. They move around on them. They fall out. Um, it's like I don't see a play value to them coming off, so I don't know why they're not just molded in. Um, and he falls over. He doesn't like to stand either. Him and RC both, they don't like to stand. Um, like, I can get over the... To me, the funky, evil face is kind of hilarious. and I, So I like it in, in that regard, but then he's just... He doesn't want to stand up and like the whole point of him is to stand there. <laughs> right. And you also like him given that you have plenty of other Cheetors. If he was going to be the only Cheetor in your collection, he would look really wrong. Yeah. Um, and then like Prime is a lot better. And, you know, again, I don't know why these parts are designed to come off, but he does have like ripped like abs underneath there i don't know why that's, that's kind of cool actually it's funny uh 
And but uh, Pribble's a lot better. He stands a lot better. He's he's not as he doesn't feel as loose because of the plastic being so soft. Um, I think that's the big thing with Cheetor is when you move his joints around, it feels like the joints are moving, but the plastic is also moving with it, right? It, it like it's got a little bit of drag to it. Um, now the only big problem I have with Primal is that his hands to hold his swords, um, I would have to heat them up or something to actually get the swords in there without like stressing them and like leaving marks on it. I couldn't get the swords into his hands at all. That's why he's sort of, uh, posing with his fist on his hip because I gave up. I wasn't going to break my action figure just to put some swords in his hands. I've heard that from others too about his swords, not really going into his hands. That's something we didn't mention though, is the number of accessories that come with these guys. Like, you know, here's knockouts. He's got several replacements for his hands that are fun things he did. He's got his spear doohickey. And, and a couple extra yeah. hands. It's not bad. And I think that's where I was sort of excited about the line is that with the accessories and stuff, I thought you were going to have a little bit of a, like a budget sort of um, Figma figure. That, or, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, Figma that I'm used to. Um, like obviously it was never going to be at that quality, but I thought it was going to be a budget version of those, um, in a way. Um, but they feel like maybe more bargain bin that than budget that, right? Yeah. It's weird. Cause it's like none of the, um, the black series stuff doesn't come with a bunch of hands and accessories, right? No. Cause legends doesn't and GI Joe doesn't. Legends is doing better now, but Black Are they Black doing hands more? Not. Okay. Like ever. Do they do hands in Legends? Yes. Okay. Because the hands thing kind of surprised me just to have the extra hands with it. Because it does it does cue to me the idea of Figmas and SH Figuarts and other much more expensive toys. Like all my spiders that I collect, they have, you know. Web hands generally, they have crawl hands, they have fists for you know each side, so that's three sets of hands generally per figure. Not every not all of them come with them, but a decent amount of them come with alternate hands. Yeah, and that's I don't know. To me those are the those are usually the sign of uh, of at least an action figure that's trying, right? To be a like a collector piece and uh uh, and not so much a toy. Um, so that's kind of what I was hoping that this would be, but you know, it is what it is. But, um, so, so we have more waves coming, huh? <laughs> do it, so do I any of say, you guys, before we move on to that, do any of you guys think that these are a similar value? So it's the, their price is at $22.99. Like, you know, outside of the transforming thing, like if you didn't transform your deluxes that you buy, do you think they offer the same amount of value as those deluxes? No. So yeah, Jay in the chat asked that question a minute ago and I was thinking about it and for play value wise, no, but like seriously, this guy looks damn good on the shelf. Like you don't get that good of a likeness of one of your favorite characters for $20 most of the time. You're usually paying more 
you know, like the $40 statues you can buy of like anime characters and stuff look this good. That is a good looking Megatron. Dependent. It is case dependent because mm-hmm. not all of them strike that. Like Soundwave does not look that good on its own. What? He looks okay. Get out of here. I think that's uh-huh. one of the best ones. I think the no. looks pretty good too, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Lucas, yeah. He's got issues. Knockout looks that good. Knockout does look that good. Even though mine has like 50 paint errors and a non-functioning left <laughs> arm, he, I still think he looks beautiful. He's yeah. great on the shelf. That looks really nice too. Magnus is decent and he's got more paint than it looked like Prime had back in the day, so I was happy to get get him. I just want to point out how good of a job we've done. We have shown every figure that the red line has <laughs> during the show. Between no, we the, haven't shown our scene. Yeah, that was my oh, goal. No, we did. Yeah, you did show ours. Anna showed it. Between the five of us, we've shown them all. It's quite good. I, I wanted Between that. I wanted us to share I, I all of them. Show off any. <laughs> Go get your red fingers, Lucas. <laughs> Lucas oh, ain't got shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wanted us to share them all because I wanted us to kind of like, you know, not so much review the line, but review it as I go through it and talk about what we really think about it so far. Because I have super mixed feelings on this because, yeah. you know, I finally have a knockout who's one of the coolest new characters introduced in Prime after all these years. I have a version of RC that I like because I really like that RC mold when it got turned into Chromia, but for some reason I never liked it as her. So, I really like this. I'm happy to have these two, and that Megatron is just a really great Megatron. You know, the only Megatron in my collection I think looks better than that is MP36, which is a $8 billion super fancy toy. Yeah. I mean, so if I had to, like, answer the question, um, like, objectively, I would say they probably are at least worth equally to what you would get from a deluxe i mean they they're posable you get accessories you can display them and everything like if you don't really care about transforming most of them are probably as much maybe if maybe not maybe like in the case of megatron stuff maybe even more value than if you went and bought a deluxe um especially if you're buying like like right now at the price point the things I'm buying right now are the vintage reissue Beast Wars, right? And I would say the red red figures are probably actually maybe worth more spending $22 on than the vintage Beast Wars. Do I get more like joy out of the vintage Beast Wars? Yeah. But objectively, they're definitely probably more worth the uh, the purchase price. And I would say another advantage that we didn't that we didn't really give credit to earlier is that, yeah, this is not as articulated as some other toys that come out recently, but unlike a lot of those toys where if you pose it too much, it breaks the sculpt, everything this thing can do, it looks right doing, you know, it doesn't break the sculpt. It's more like your humanoid figures where, you know, moving her in different ways doesn't break the sculpt entirely. This doesn't either. Like, you can really make a mess out of your mainline figures trying to pose them and looking really strange and showing gaps and blah, blah, blah. But this guy, you can't. You know, he's a little limited, but he looks good in every pose. Which I think is a real... It's an appeal. So, what figures are coming out that we're looking forward to? Like, what's the upcoming line, Anna? 
It's a weird list, I think. Because we are getting more Prime figures, right? We're getting Prime and Megatron from Prime, which are probably two of the characters I care about the least. I like that Prime Prime design, probably the most of all the Primes. <laughs> it's a good, good design. There. What? <laughs> Same size as Knockout, so it's like, I don't have any interest. That That is going to be the weird thing, yeah, because Prime and Megatron are going to come, and these are, you know, two of their small people that work for them, so they're going to be about the same size. Probably a little big of an yeah. RC, she's kind of small. <laughs> and so, now you're holding them up together, I mean, that's the first time I've seen them next year. They actually look pretty decent together. I think RC should be, together. should be smaller, but Knockout was on the small side, too. Um, it works. Like it's not. Yeah. It's not disparate enough. You know, she's not bigger than him. It's I that mean, giant hulky bumblebee. Seeing it now, like because I already have RC, if I like stumbled across a knockout, I might be persuaded by myself to spend twenty two dollars. <laughs> He's real good looking. Um, but yeah, I, I don't think I've seen the list of of what's coming up um <clears throat> there are eight eight toy tentative toys on the way yeah so there's probably like at least three more ways if you want others? me to read them yeah where are the others or, Anna? send them off well it looks like this first wave that's supposed to come out is a g1 galvatron and shockwave representing our g1 purple guys um, and a some sort of redeco of Megatron and Optimus. Do we know what those are at all? Does anybody know, or are they just redeco? Battle damage version. Well, I don't know. That that's. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't read into that too much because like was there was always this alternate deco of Optimus that was supposed to be coming. This is from the beginning, and like was that Ultra Magnus? Or was that something else? And is this redeco of Megatron? You know, it's true. Like, they could just be repacks of those. Yeah. So, like, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't dig into it too much. Also, someone mentioned recently that apparently there's there's two versions of the Optimus. Is that right? Someone was yeah, telling me there's a variant. Supposedly, the clear windows come in a slightly blue tint or a clear hmm. is what I've been told. Well, I mean, there were definitely, there was definitely more than one run. Mine is slightly blue. Yeah, mine's blue. I too. was not able to figure out if mine are slightly blue or not. I guess Yours, they are. It, it looks slightly blue over camera. I think mine's slightly blue. Yeah. I think. Supposedly, like, the very early, early wave, like, is clear, and then it turned, it turned, it the rest after that were uh, clear blue. But, and of, of oh course we could also God. be really let down by by yeah. Redecos. It could be like cel-shaded or something, which a lot of people don't like. I wouldn't be let down. I'd probably actually buy cel-shaded. Yeah, no, I'd like that. These but... are already cel-shaded. <laughs> yeah, see? <laughs> Some people don't like it. Don't, no. No. I bought those. Uh, the only two, like... Uh, Siege figures I own are the cel-shaded ones. Yeah. Oh, you mean the ones that are underwater? You mean <laughs> with 800 light sources? That that thing that the thing that everyone thinks is called cel-shaded. Yeah. 
In case you're just getting to know him, Paul loves cell shaded action figures. He's really into <laughs> it. Do you not like the Platinum Games Transformers game? Not really. Horrible. I, mean, I played. I played. I played the game. You mean the, the beat 'em up Devastation. one? Devastation. Yeah, I played yeah, the game, but like that, the aesthetic oh, did annoy me. I love it. Oh, it did annoy me. That's the best part. That's the it best wasn't part fun to the play. Game. It didn't look good. No. No, it looked oh, like great. they were all underwater. All that's what that's what everyone does with the cell shaded. They're like, ooh, let's just make it weird and watery. Oh, it's cell shaded. No, like. I would oh, love gosh. to see someone actually do a cell shaded toy. It, it, you know what? It wouldn't be that interesting. It would, it would just be. Never mind. Who cares? It would, it would look like, like what every Magic Square figure looks like, honestly, because they get really close to the shell, cell animation looks. Anyway, the next wave is supposed to have the Prime Optimus and Megatron, which will be the same size as Knockout and make everyone angry. It'll be fun. They'll be. They'll be interesting, at least. And then we get more repaints in the future. So the next wave is supposed to have Thundercracker, G1 Thundercracker. So he'll just be, I guess he'll be Bulbous Starscream, but in Thundercracker colors. And without then a Nemesis Prime. Well, without a cape, though. And the others, or will he have it? Maybe he'll come with, like, a sky blue cape or something. Who the, knows? Is the coronation stuff on that Starscream removable? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it certainly is, but it looks it looks quite bad without it. I must it say. Yeah. Real bad. Swole so screen. Yeah, we're getting... <laughs> so you know, there's Thundercracker on this list, but no Skywarp yet. So that means we'll probably well, have Skywarp's going to be an exclusive. It's going to be hard there to get. There we go. And he'll be a Walmart exclusive at Walmart. And he'll be called uh, Hot Link. <laughs> Sky Skyball. Hot Warp. We'll just get a little closer. Everyone knows that they killed off Skywarp because Hotlink's the new guy. And yeah, there's a Prime Dark Energon, which you're saying is probably the Megatron Christian. Yes. And then there's Cliffjumper, who I assume will at least have a new head compared to Weird Buff Bumblebee. Well, he's got those removable so. the removable chests, so they could easily, you know. Yeah. It's G1 Cliffjumper specifically, not Prime. Prime Cliffjumper, we'd all get super excited and go with the Prime figures. What if, like, what if Nemesis Prime is Nemesis Primal and they just, like, ran out of characters to put the AL on the end and, like, that's, and then Redeco, Redeco Optimus is the real Nemesis Prime or something. I would buy it, unfortunately. That's right. My nemesis Primal still lives with Anna. <laughs> sure, I still haven't sent it with you. I sent it to you. It's in a box. It's it's taped. It's ready to go. Nemesis um, Primal so is a real a real boy now. In yeah. that list, I guess the thing to point out: there aren't really that many new molds. Galvatron's a new mold. Shockwave's a new mold. The two Prime leaders are new molds. Otherwise, they're repaints. Well, right. that's, you know, yeah. that's half. That's normal. I mean, that's what Marvel Legends does, too. So, yeah. I mean, all of those. I don't know. That's, that's one thing I think about the Legends is that they can reuse a lot of the bodies more easily than what Transformers can. It's true. Mm -hmm. yep. Yeah, there aren't a whole lot of reused parts across these guys. Like, I don't even think, like, their shins and stuff are reused. 
It just makes you wonder, like, why they even bother with making Transformers if they could just make Marvel Legends and sell them for the same amount. Because you know they're making, like, twice as much money per figure on a Marvel Legend. Well, because of licenses. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. When I looked at this RC, I was like, none of this gets to be reused, right? Like, it's all original parts on her, and nothing's going to be in common with anyone else. Well, I think that's why we have more... Uh, that's why we have more G1 characters than anything, because a lot of those G1 guys, especially the early G1 guys, you can repaint them five times, and everyone's like, well, yeah, you're going to repaint them, because there was five different characters that were that same mold. (laughs) The Prime characters are just so unique looking. Every single one of them is spiky and skinny, and all that stuff that makes them just very unique looking and very unique molds. And I want to say that I think that the um, the toy design itself, like the amount of plastic and the way it holds together, it does way worse when it's the skinny. Like I just, she yeah. does not feel as good to me as the other ones. I think that's a big problem with Cheetor. It's just that Probably. as it gets thinner, it gets, it, it feels softer. Yeah, it's real pliable. Like and the thicker it is, not like, feel good. Primal doesn't feel as like it's the same plastic but it feels because he's just overall chunkier it feels more solid and it, as it gets as the pieces get thinner it feels worse like the actually the worst piece on him is the the backpack piece that's because it's just a bunch of thin like plastic um and i think that's why like like you list like shockwave like shockwave would probably look like if he scaled, if he scales well enough with the Prime and the Megatron and the Sound Soundwave, like maybe that's another one I'll pick up to stick with them, and, and maybe Galvatron too, right? Um, Both of then, those might quickly well, be my favorite one of each of them. And you, they might you, be they, my favorite Shockwave, my favorite Galvatron. Quickly, you could also totally hate them if they get the color wrong, because mm-hmm. everyone hates. Everyone's like. Eesh. Shockwave isn't lavender. He's purple. He's not violet. He's purple. Well, like, see, you know, the tone of the have, color matters. To people. They have to release him as the one color because then they have to release him as the other color. Right, as the repaint. <laughs> yep. It's, it's all strategy. It's like, especially now that we have those, uh, like, we have the premium line or whatever it is that Takara is releasing. It's like, you don't know what figure you're buying today. It's not going to have a better deco tomorrow. <laughs> P.F. Yeah, after messing with the Prime figure, or with the Knockout today, there are a couple more Prime characters I would buy from Red. Like, I would definitely get a smokescreen. I would get a Wheeljack, probably. And if they wanted to make an Arachnid that somehow had her spidery legs, I would get her, too. But, like, any of the bigger characters, like Prime and Megatron, probably not. Bulkhead and Breakdown, no. Uh, Bumblebee, maybe? I don't know. Yeah. Or if they did, like, a three-pack of the kids, I I think that would be appropriate. But so far, they're not going to do multi-packs of small ones. Like, I was hoping they would do multi-packs of animation model cassettes. Yeah, yeah, do a laser beak and a rumble. You're telling me you don't want a six-inch rumble and a six-inch frenzy? (laughs) I do not. I do not. Oh my goodness! I it. I would totally get. I would so get that. I love those characters so much. I would so buy action figure versions. 
I'd buy I feel like I already did from MMC, though. I think for some of these, uh, like, the red line, you sort of have to, like, you have to split them up. Like, I feel like if you display RC and Knockout together, they're going to look fine. And, and probably when they come out, if you display the Prime, Megatron, and, and Prime together, they're going to look fine. But if you try to display all four of them together, it's going to mm-hmm. look weird. They're going to look weird, yeah. I think if the line had done better, perhaps they could have included Build-A-Figures like they do with Marvel Legends, but definitely don't with Black Series for some reason. But um, I'm burned. You know, you, which you is Force Build-A-Figure. Well, we only had one, and that was Ugh. 20 years ago now. Uh, is that right? Wait. 15 years ago. What happened, what happened to had, McAdam? Yeah, oh, he forgot about that one. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, big trash. Fired. <laughs> You're right. But that's because know, that's because like people wanted transmutate. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Or if the line had done well, they could introduce the thirty dollars deluxe price point, which they've they've done with Black Series and Marvel Legends. You know, they've got the thirty sure. or thirty-five dollar things now. Hey, and who, those who said that, who figures. said it's not doing well? They got well, eight more toys the, yeah, coming. That's like the big question. It's like, is the sign of more coming that they're doing well, and maybe it's just maybe. Maybe no one in the in this community <laughs> is the people buying these things. Maybe not. Or maybe or, it's oh, yeah. that project at Hasbro, and they're like, okay, we got to keep making this because yeah. this is what I want. I need to look good for my resume. Guys, we are buying these things. We just showed every toy. Yeah. Right. We just I showed them mine. Well, yeah, but does every, does anyone have every single one? Is And that's you the thing. Like, like that's that's not how toys are sold. That's not expected. <laughs> that's how collectors collect, one. man. Come on. <laughs> like if you buy one Marvel Legends, collect like that. Legends, right? If you buy one, you buy them all. <laughs> that's the rules. <laughs> it's in the handbook. Did you not get the handbook? <laughs> Tattooed on my butt. Read these handbooks. Page eight through nine. Pages of your butt. That's weird. <laughs> no, pages of the book. Can't fit oh, the whole God. book on my butt. Just the important parts. Got it. Well, I think you know the answer to that problem. Yeah, I mean, I would be really interested. Like, we, I don't. We I don't want to see more butts. <laughs> more butts. <laughs> see oh, more. I'd be interested to see if. The line continues after the what we already know. I, well, even it, yeah, even too. what we already know doesn't necessarily mean it's all going to come out right. We've we've had pl- plenty of times in the past where we've known of something coming up and it just never happened, right? It happens. Yeah. Um, yeah, some of these rumors are really old. Like these are not sure. like this leak list just leaked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Click now or forever hold your peace. You know, they, these have been known for quite a while. So I have a feeling that. You know, the deals, the choices are made, like, a year in advance. They're like, yeah, we're going to order all these things. And so, like, once that's locked in, it's locked in. And then when it's time to re-up, Walmart says, nah. And then, and then it's up to Hasbro to, like, make a decision if they kill it or they try to find another buyer or if they have another strategy for how to sell it or if they have something better in the wings to, like, spend their time and effort on. So I think this will come out, and if, if you don't see any... Like, at this point, we need to be seeing some new leaks to know if it's going to continue. Sure. And I haven't I seen agree. anything. I haven't seen anything in a while since, like, I think the newest, the, the newest of this list um, are, like, the Shockwave, Galvatron, and Cliffjumper. 
But the Prime stuff has been in there. It's been in the works for quite a while and Thundercracker. To add some context, though, I mean, it's still the beginning of the year. And when we first heard about Cheetor and RC was during the PulseCon or FanFest, whatever was last April. So perhaps they're waiting to announce the next two or three in April and whatever event they're going to do then. Well, but they'll be announcing these. The, these yes, ones we just saw. Right. Correct. They're not going to be like, announcing that we, Unicron. That we haven't seen any of these, and we've known about them, known about them for quite some time. It's like, huh, why haven't these things started showing up anywhere? Yeah. So Catherine asks if, if she, uh, we <laughs> gift you a Funko Pop, will you have to collect them all too? And I think, uh, Paul, don't mm. you already collect the Funko Pops? Well, he yep. collects Optimus and he collects. Yep, <laughs> they're all right there. Bumblebee. I am now... And they only make Optimus and Bumblebee in that line, right? So. Yeah, I, like I got them. I'd be more likely to collect Funko Pops than these red figures, to be honest. That's a real deep, just you just digging that knife in to be you're honest. You're just rude. <laughs> At least there's something different than what we already collect, right? Yeah. I could see that logic. Um. No. I don't know. I mean, I wanted, I wanted something that was basically just a, the I, transformer that I didn't have to transform. Um, I mean, because I'm, I, I've gone on record many times saying, you know, to me, masterpiece figures are statues once they're transformed. Right. Um, That's why I stopped buying them. Right. <laughs> they were expensive, well-engineered things that I never touched again. So, so if, yeah. you're, if you're that if you're that only and you don't have the other components that I had, red can make sense for you. Mm-hmm. I was actually hoping when the line got announced, so we saw like the first pictures. You know, the first pictures of Optimus and Megatron were very good looking. They're still very good looking figures. I was like, hmm, could this finally be the thing that lets me get rid of my MP figures? Mm-hmm. I just think it should of nice looking bot modes and then i also have my transforming toys to have toys and i finally get rid of the mp crap and then we got to see pictures of bumblebee and starscream and that dream was over because yeah. a bumblebee is completely out of scale and b starscream looks weird because yeah, to me something that's like what is in my range well <laughs> like this was really cool right but it's super hyper stylized. It's cool, but it, it doesn't exactly what fit. What figure is that? This is the uh, Fury Action from Flame okay. Toys. So that's a that's a model kit one. No, this is the one that was pre-assembled. Um, oh, so that's expensive, so, right? Yeah, it was like it 150. Is. That's a Kurokari then. No, it's it was the one. It was the Fury Action line, which was like in between oh. the the kits and. The uh, it was a period, it was a period, kit that yeah. was pre-assembled. Yeah, because they announced well, they just never released him as a prime model. Yeah, I see, I see. So he's only in the action line. But like they announced I, I think the action. They abandoned the action line. I think they did they too. announced it with the old prime mold. They were like, you get to buy the old prime mold, but it's painted really nice and it's a figure mm-hmm. instead of a, a model. And that was one price point, right? That one was like $80. Yeah, they did that with Prime and Megatron, I think. And the next thing we know, that that, um, Prime. that Primal gets announced. Mm-hmm. And then he's like way back up at like $160. Yep. Well, and not any bigger. And stuff. 
Um, he seems super nice. Don't get me wrong. Like everything Flame Toys does, other than the model kit, seems like really premium. It's just very high priced. Yeah. You but like that. But like, to me, the, what falls sort of in like the perfect area is is the Rebel Tech Prime that that Paul held up. Except, I didn't really want a Prime that looked like uh, Pat Lee drew it, right? <laughs> Uh, it looks like Dreamwave Prime, and I'm like, I don't really want that. I want like it's very thrusty, right? Um, I like if they did like the Rebel Tech line, stuff that looked like the red stuff did, but with just a crazy articulation. That's sort of like the perfect area for me. But but again, for me, I feel like that that 3A MDLX line could potentially be that. I really hope it's successful. Because I have to look into it. Those ones are, they're G1-ified. They're like somewhat of a new design. It's not something where it's like 100% animation accurate, but it has the quality of those uh, 3A figures. Um, but at like 100. In design. And so they're, and, and they're a little bit cheaper than the other 3A figures. So like uh, there's a DLX line that is, those figures are about a hundred to two hundred dollars. Most of them around two hundred. Um, whereas this is kind of a little more ob- uh, obtainable. That they're like sixty dollars. I think the prime is sixty as well, or maybe it's eighty. I can't remember. Somewhere around there, but they're a little bit cheaper, and I think that they compete with, you know, some of those other uh, uh, um, Japanese uh, action figures. I think so, too. I'm just afraid where they shot themselves in the foot is with the designs that aren't anything specifically. Because it's like, basically, if they went the same route, you know how, like, the Bumblebee movie Prime is pretty G1 looking, but it's still, like, the Bay movie. It's like, if you just G1ed that a little bit more, that's kind of what they're going for, but it isn't anything in particular. Yeah. Those I just are don't know shit. if that's going to appeal to a lot of people. Well, the the, bum- the Bumblebee is so damn cool. Like the w- the, the fact so that cool. it is different, and the fact that it's all yellow and there's no black on it, and it's just like such a cool design. It doesn't really relate to anything else. It stands on its own. Oh man, those are I pretty want it. decently priced. I just don't know how many people are going to love it. Well, uh, the, the thing is, is those everyone will three three A like what they do well is weathering. And paint apps and everything. And so, like, if they put out a strictly G1, you know, figure, it's just, like, that's not their forte. And so they already have two different lines of movie figures. And so, like, why would they put out another, you know, movie design? So, I, to me, I think that this could... Um, this could work. And I know that there's uh, statues. I can't remember who makes them. Is it that uh, it's a similar type of, of idea? Paul, do you remember what those who who does that? God, huh? I don't remember. Who does what? There. So there's some some statues uh, that they make over in Asia that um, like are prime, prime one. Is it prime one? Prime one. I think it's prime one studios. Yeah, that yeah. they do a similar thing, but they're like super high end statues. They should call this yeah. prime prime rate mortgage. <laughs> that's, that's what I, they cost they're like two thousand bucks a piece right yeah man i i wanted the beast wars megatron and optimus so bad but i'm just like i can't afford to, to spend a car <laughs> yeah it's so it's mm-hmm. the prices are crazy 
I draw the line at that stuff, Lucas. Yeah, yeah. I think those are really cool. Like if I if I had the disposable income, I probably would have thrown it at it, but not not at that time. At one point, I thought about getting the Star Scream, and then when I was in Japan, I saw how big those things are. Mm-hmm. I mean, like you need a room to put those in. Okay, like they, they just don't work as like. So- something you put on a shelf against the wall it has to be seen in the round it's it's so yeah. big they're crazy you need, you need a room that you put it in a, a like three by three foot by three foot just like right plexiglass cube yeah and you can walk around it and just sit there and be like hmm with a laser you know? system guarding it <laughs> someone will rappel down and it's just, they're, they're, I actually just pre-ordered much. those, Lucas. <laughs> I like I went and looked them up like, oh, those were really well like priced. I'm gonna pre-order those. I mean, <laughs> I, I'm Alexa's. telling you, like yeah. all we'll the reviews on I the mean, Bubble Bee so far have been really positive. So I mean, it's I'm, sixty bucks, like. Yeah. <laughs> sixty dollars, jeez. I spent like a, I spent like sixty, but I'm not gonna grab any of these. Like I spent like a hundred dollars on this one, like right, like. The oh, bring the art figures, yeah. Yes. Bring arts is especially expensive. Like I don't know why they're so much more than the other stuff. Um, they but... finally got me. Ugh. I did so well not buying any of those for years. I had to buy all the Nier Automata stuff. Like I like that game. Yeah, it didn't get me. I gotta get my old crap. What? Case in point <laughs> with old crap, right? Here we are with the. <laughs> But there you go, Anna. Here, here's your red show. So, uh, what are <laughs> this we? This is doing... your fault, right? What What are we doing for book club this week? Do you know? Uh, probably more revolutionaries. I don't know. I skipped last night. Zaldron, I, was I, don't know, I don't know if Zaldron's still on. If uh, he can tell us who, uh, which comics are for book club this week. I'll pull it up on the group. I know he posted in there. He did. It would have taken me like I would have had to move my wrist like another three inches to look. Thanks for doing it for me. I would like to give a shout out to whatever the Russian bot is that uh, keeps changing the name and posting. I have to ban them. Um, But uh... oh, see, that's that's what I was gonna say. Like in in an alternate universe, the Red series would have been like what was that Superman Red Red Sun or something? Mm -hmm. If the Autobots landed on. on the USSR, yeah. you know, um, Revolutionaries three and four. Revolutionaries three and four. So that's on the TF Talk. Uh, Communist Discord, Prime, and that's going to be at nine thirty Eastern, eight thirty Central on Sunday night. I would definitely read that book. Oh man! Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the, the closest we've gotten is like when the Predic- the Predacons were like backed by China, right? In the IDW, the beginning of the the Asian. Oh, yeah. And they're like, stay out of China, bro. <laughs> no, that was the beginning of the ongoing. Oh, yeah. so Catherine says actually the book club is taking a week off for TFCon, which is that this oh, nice. weekend? That is what? this weekend. Yeah, it's coming up. Why aren't you guys going to do a live reading at TFCon? Yeah, there you go. Because we're not all going to be there. Well, he put the 13th in the post, so... Might want to go change that. <laughs> yeah, maybe that'll be delayed. But uh, I think Rick is going to be at TFCon LA. Uh, I think he's the only member of TFLP that's actually going to be there. 
Selling books, selling so, books. Uh, I almost want. I was so close. Yeah, it's it's tough. You know, tough time of year. Two and, a year is hard. Yeah, I feel like, like you kind of have to do one or the other, and for a but for us, they're sixteen hours this way, and then sixteen hours that way. Well, the next one's in Chicago. I know yeah. it's only eight hours. I'm coming. Don't worry. Yeah, but see, I I think. If anything, I'd rather go to Chicago because at least I hear the food there is really good. <laughs> food in Chicago is good. And it's not as much of a flight. Chicago will be fun, but I'm sure LA will too. We'll hear all sorts of good things. Everybody gets to paint a studio series figure. That's probably going to be a blast. Is that what actually, really do we know what the that, toy we'll is? We'll talk about that another time. You turn that into a white Camaro. What's the toy? Yeah. Do you know yet? It's, it's, the yeah, Studio Series Bumblebee. 07B. They're making it into a bug bite character. Hmm. That's going to be hell. So where are they getting the toy from? Ages 3 and up. The store? You know what I mean? That's a rare toy now. Is it? They must have bought them ages ago and stocked them. It's not, not that one. Maybe, you know... Maybe they got all the surplus from from Target. <laughs> well, That's I'm trying to rare now. The only way it wouldn't be rare is if you got the you got the clunker from yeah from. Um... No, sorry, not not the classic Camaro, the uh, 07 concept one. It's the oh right, yeah, oh it's 74 BB, yeah, okay, you can find plenty of those. Yes, right. That's probably the one that they're like, <laughs> how do we get rid of this? <laughs> So, and their mock-up looks nice, but okay. it just it sounds like a lot of work to paint a studio series figure since there's a lot of moving parts. I mean, if you're doing it just molded in now. It's way better now. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Sure. But uh, well, thank you guys for joining me tonight. Uh, thanks to everyone in the chat. Thanks to Zaldron and Catherine and Ron. Thanks to Daniel. Thanks to Jay Halla. Uh, the whole crew, Scott. Yeah, thanks so much. Thanks yeah. to the bot. Thank you guys. Oh, and then uh, yeah. this week uh, for microcasters, we're probably going to do another round robin. I'm assuming because uh, I don't think we, you know, we just review knockout again. That's there, what I got this go. week. There, there you go. Could so. do that. Might have an oof my, my wallet something. coming soon. So. Oh my gosh. Oh, look at you. Yeah. I'm going to be there for that one. I can't believe you didn't have that one. Oof. Oh, I did have one. I just didn't have one that was open. Uh, <laughs> do you know how valuable I this love, stupid thing is? I love yes, that I that light exists just as the black mark in the. Decepticons! In the... <laughs> I love that. It's, it's the best. It's the best. All right. Well, anyway, thank you guys, and we will see you next week. <laughs> Bye. This has been Transformers for your listening pleasure, a presentation of TFTalk.net. We'd like to thank you for listening and ask that you please rate us on your favorite podcast outlet and share us with your friends. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at TFYLP. Email us at podcast at TFYLP.com. This is Paul Lighting. And on behalf of TFYLP, we'd like to thank you again for listening. 
and we hope you'll join us next time for another TFYLP. <laughs>